0: Hello and welcome to the Relatable Homeschoolers podcast. I'm Harmony Harkema and my co-hosts are Annie Carlson and Heather Gerwing. We are three ordinary homeschooling moms with nine kids ranging in age from early elementary to high school and our homeschools are anything but Pinterest perfect. Whether you are a veteran homeschooler, a new homeschooler, or just homeschool curious, we want to encourage you in your homeschooling journey and offer you practical tips and tools to make your homeschooling life easier and more fun. We're so glad you're here.
1: Hello, friends. Welcome to season four of the Relatable Homeschoolers. We are so glad that you have chosen to join us. Today, we're just going to give you a brief update what's been going on in our homeschools. We're going to talk about what we're doing differently and what we're keeping the same. And then we're going to give you a preview of topics coming your way in season four. My name is Annie Carlson. And with me today are Harmony Harkema and Heather Gerwing, your Relatable Homeschoolers. So Heather and Harmony, What is new in your homeschools this year and what are you keeping the same?
2: A lot is different for us this year. Some things are still the same. So we are still attending the same co-op that we did last year. However, only three of my kids are going to it, my younger three. My fourth one is not because we started dual enrollment with her at Concordia University, which is nearby to us in Ann Arbor. So she is currently taking one class online with them right now but next semester we're planning for two in-person classes for her so that is really different and new territory for us and having to get our you know toes wet in the college realm we also started a new co-op this year and I I use the term co-op loosely in that but it's more 10 families or so that are just kind of coming together and teaching so it's like a co-op but it's a little it's very different than our other co-op that's the, the best way to explain it And I'm teaching two classes there. They're the classes that my boys are taking.
1: What are you teaching, Heather?
2: I am teaching a Toastmasters public speaking for middle school kids. And then I am teaching a Dave Ramsey uh, middle school foundations, uh, personal finance class. Awesome. Yeah. And so then my girls are taking other classes there. My oldest is taking chemistry there. It's like a two-hour class with lecture and lab. And my other daughter is taking government and economics there. So we're doing that. And that's really good. It's just kind of different having it two days a week because we've never done that before. But it's only for two hours um, the one afternoon. So it's not that bad. Curriculum-wise, we are using some of the same stuff. My boys are still using teaching textbooks and one of my daughters wanted a change. So she is using CTC math this year. And then for history, I'm using Bookshark, which I haven't used for history before, but I have for a science. It's curriculum, you know, company that I've used before, just not for the same subject matter. I would say that's pretty much our biggest things. My oldest daughter, like all her classes are either co-op or at the dual credit, you know, college level. The only thing really she's doing at home is math. And my other daughter, same thing. Most of her um, core classes are all at co-op as well. And she's just doing math at home. I'm really looking forward to our history that we're using this year with my boys, because it's a literature based and last year with us moving and all the home projects we had going on, I really feel they got the short end of the stick. And so I'm really looking forward to getting back into, you know, more time with them, you know, Face to face and not as much workbook stuff. And I guess just to recap, I have eleventh grader, a tenth grader, a seventh grader, and a fifth grader. And I'm not going to lie, if say I didn't tear up when I saw my little chalkboard signs after my husband wrote them, and I saw eleventh grade, and the tears just
3: started to come.
1: What about you, Harmony?
3: Well, my approach is still pretty much the same. I did go to a Charlotte Mason conference in Traverse City, the Awaken Conference, at the end of June or is it end of July? End of July. Time has gone by so quick. And it was hosted by the Delectable Education podcast folks. There's three women, uh, a mother-daughter pair, and then a good friend of theirs and they host that podcast, which is very much um, about implementing Charlotte Mason's principles in your homeschool. And it was just a really good conference. It gave me some additional tools for schedule building. And um, what they've really done is they've delved into her volume six of her series, which lays out like which subjects you cover, how much time a day to spend. And they've unpacked all of that so that as a homeschooler, you don't have to dig through that volume on your own. So I just got some great resources resources from them. And it helped me to do some reshaping of our homeschool day. I didn't change a whole lot, but there were just kind of some key things that it caused me to think about tweaking. So it's always good to go to a conference. I encourage any homeschool mom, if you can find a local conference, even if it's not fully in line with your philosophy, just to go and get with other homeschool moms and do that. School-wise, not a ton is different. We actually had our first day of school today. We waited um, because we did a lot of catch-up over the summer after the move last year across country, not having our own house for a few months. And then COVID, we just had a lot of loose ends that kind of kept hanging on and we took lots of breaks. So the one of the bonuses of homeschooling is that we went camping after everyone else was back to school. So we had a wonderful time last week at a state park in Michigan, camping and enjoying the weather. It was only about a third full, mostly of retirees. So it was like camping with a park full of grandparents. And there were a few homeschool families, one of whom was in the campsite next to us. So that was fun, but we just started today. So the very beginning of the, year for us and all of our activities are back together. It's different this year in that we're in our own house. We're starting with a clean slate, not in the middle of upheaval. However, my husband is also leaving the country and going on a TDY in Africa for three months and he's leaving this next weekend. I'm going to be flying solo for three months here and that will be a bit of a challenge. So I am trying to figure out in all the ways, not just for our homeschool, how to thrive and not just go into survival mode while he's gone, which is, you know, easy to do. So homeschooling will look a little bit different just because our lives will look different with him being gone. Even though he's not there during the day when I'm doing most of the homeschooling, it still creates a different feel in the house. We always have something major going on, it seems like. Can't escape it. What about you, Annie?
1: Well, for us, I took my two oldest out for lunch late last spring, uh, early summer, and we had to talk about high school because they can start high school anytime. And so I said, you know, age-wise, one of you is is there and one of you could be there. And ability-wise, you guys are ready, but you don't have to. You know, we have some time yet. And so think about it. Let's talk. And they asked a lot of really good questions about what that would mean and what would be different and what would stay the same. And so we had a really good conversation. I said, I don't want an answer today. I just want you to think about it. You let me know if you're ready and, and we can start. And so they both came to me independently. And one of them said... Like could do it, but I want to be really good at what I'm doing right now before I start. When I get that, yep, build confidence. That was probably what they needed. And the second one was like, "Mm, I'm having a hard time getting my stuff done. So I don't want to add that until I get better at my time management, which is right on. Like that was my same concern. (laughs) Brain-wise, you could start, but motivation-wise, we might have a little trouble. So I was... Proud of them that they saw those things for themselves
3: mm-hmm.
1: and that they weren't like, yeah, let's go. But could say, like, I know, I know where my weakness is at, and I like to keep working. Officially, we have a sixth, seventh, and eighth grader. We're keeping on the same way, curriculum-wise. I didn't add anything. My kids start uh, French when they're in the seventh grade. So I have a second one starting French. And then the thing that we have changed is some of our housekeeping organization type things. Um, What we were doing, we just kind of got in a rut. We got blacks and I would have, you know, each day there would be a few house chores for each kid. And, you know, like one would say library. So they were supposed to go in and like dust the shelves and straighten up the books sweeper vacuum, you know, like do the cleaning. And towards the end, they kind of would just walk into the room and go, oh, the library is still here. So check it off my list. (laughs) So that just wasn't working. So we sat down, four of us, and I said, how do you want to do it? Because we do have to keep the house clean, but I'm open to ideas for how we can make it happen. And so there was lots of ideas tossed around. And so we landed on a little bit different system. Uh, they would like to be paid for their housekeeping. And I was like, well, you know, there are plenty of people who hire house help. I'm, I'm not opposed to hiring house help, but I said that's uh, the expectation for the cleaning is going to go up if I have to pay for it. And they agreed to that. So we're going to try that out and just see just see how we do. So that's the one new thing for us. Curriculum pretty much stayed the same, but we are trying a new kind of home management approach. Now, I know that our listeners are very excited for our season four topics. Harmony, can you share what some of those topics might
3: be? Yeah, we are going to talk about homeschooling as a calling, but not as an identity. And I'm really excited about that episode because I think we can easily, especially as women, as moms, we tend to To start thinking of our identity as wrapped up in our calling and the two things don't have to be mutually inclusive. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about what to do when your kids don't want to homeschool anymore. We're going to hopefully have a guest on the show for that episode. We're going to talk about when to start high school and when to graduate your kids, um, whether or not to do dual enrollment, how to make that decision. We're going to talk about homeschooling spaces and how do we create a homeschooling space we love so that we want to be in it. We're going to talk about co-ops. We talked about co-ops before, but we're going to talk about when is a co-op right for you and when might it not be right for you. So to co-op or not to co-op. We're going to talk about homeschooling with special needs. And again, hopefully we'll have a guest on. We haven't really had guests before, so we're kind of excited to maybe have a couple of guests this season. And we're going to talk about running your household while homeschooling, what Annie was just talking about, the big challenge of keeping it all going. And then we're going to share a little bit maybe about how to put your own curriculum together for people who don't maybe necessarily want to just pick up something and, and run with it or even piece one together. How do you build your own curriculum? So we've got a lot of good topics on the docket and we're excited for these next 10 episodes. For sure. Aren't we going to talk about lazy genius in our homeschool t- We're all kind of fans of Kendra Adachi, the lazy genius. Um, and if you have not checked out her podcast, we highly recommend it. I'm actually in the in the midst of lazy geniusing my fall <laughs> with my <husband> <laughs> <eight>. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really
1: excited for this year. I am very much looking forward to these topics, not to talk about, but to listen to you two (laughs) (laughs) and our guests. Uh, I'm excited to have guests. This is a preview for season four, but we do want to end with our traditional question. What is bringing us joy in our homeschool? Heather, what's bringing you joy in your homeschool right now?
2: Actually, I think I was, I was thinking about this and I was trying to figure out what it was going to be. And I was going to say. (laughs) I was first, I was leaning toward my outdoor gas fireplace, but I am now leaning towards just teaching my kids again and being back at teaching them at a co-op. At first, I wasn't looking forward to it after having a year off of not teaching at a co-op or actually more than a year with COVID because the co-op didn't meet the year before that. I was really filled with joy last week when we had co-op and I was in front of a class again and I was teaching my kids and other kids. And it just really felt great to be in that role again. And it just, it really brought me joy. And I'm looking forward to this year.
1: Harmony, what about you?
3: Oh, I think Heather's going to like fall on the floor when I say this. Don't say fall, Harmony, don't say fall. not like fall in general, but fall, fall weather, like the cooler. We got up went outside this morning and it felt so good. It was like 58 degrees. My daughter ran back in to get a sweatshirt jacket. So, oh my gosh, we're just so invigorated by the fall weather, especially knowing that it's still hot and muggy in Memphis. And I'm seeing my Tennessee friends post, you know, on social media about how hot it still is there. And I'm like, I've got no regrets about being back home. It is so great to be in cool weather.
2: Well, that is also why I am enjoying my outdoor gas fire pit. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Because it is finally cool enough in the evenings to enjoy it. So (laughs) I'm not
3: rushing summer. (laughs) No, no. And it's been great to kind of have both. There's that overlap of Indian summer in the Midwest right now where, and Annie, maybe you have this too. Like I bought. Went to the farmer's market this past weekend and got the last of the blueberries. But at the same time, the apples in my orchard are getting ripe. And it's going to be time to pick apples soon. And we're really excited. Um, There are not many apples that grow in southwest Tennessee. There's a variety called the Arkansas Black, which are not any good for anything but applesauce. Not good for pies, not good for eating. And so I used to go get Michigan apples at the grocery store. But being able to go to like the cider mill and go pick apples. And now we've got 12 apple trees in our backyard. We're not sure what all the varieties are. There are more than one. But we brought an apple in the house today. Cut it and we ate it. And we're like, I'm like, I recognize what this is. I just can't tell you for sure I've had this apple before but it was great and the girls were like oh this is delicious I thought this is a good pie apple so and a good eating apple so I'm excited that we have good apples and hopefully we're going to have like an apple picking party coming up here
1: I am so tired of being hot so we are getting fall temperatures today it was 91 which is the last hot day for like the next 10 days Uh, After today, the highs are in the 60s and low 70s, which is perfect for me. We're gearing up for fall work. Um, Summer work is kind of winding down and we're making that transition from summer to fall. And I I love it. I love to be able to work outside. My favorite uniform is capris or shorts and a long sleeve Mm t-shirt. So if I can wear that... Uh, I consider it a good day.
3: Oh, Annie, we're getting, we're getting eggs. Our hens are laying. <gasps> Yay! I'm excited to hear that. And our, our Easter egger has been consistently laying blue eggs. So the girls oh. are really enjoying finding blue eggs in the nesting boxes. Yes,
1: my Moran's pullets have really kicked it in and we're getting dark eggs every day. So I'm proud of those girls. Well, that is the wrap up for our first episode of season four. We invite you to join us for all those wonderful topics that we have uh, given you tidbits for tonight. But we look forward to hearing from you. Uh, feel free to comment and share your insights with us. we love to hear from our listeners. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.
0: You've been listening to the Relatable Homeschoolers podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. You can find links to all the books and resources we mention on the show at our website, therelatablehomeschoolers.com. We would love to hear your homeschooling questions. You can email us at therelatablehomeschoolers at gmail.com. You can also connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at therelatablehomeschoolers. Homeschoolers. We'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review for us on iTunes. It only takes a minute and we'll ensure more homeschooling mamas get to hear our show. We'll be back with another episode soon. Until then... Happy homeschooling.